All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. As always, I'm Andrew. And I'm here to do something that I honestly would struggle to do most days of the week. What's that, Jake? We're going to rank some movies. We're going to oh, fight shit. some movies. We are. Um, sort of like Homer when he writes to the... Uh, when he writes to actual movies, <laughs> dear, dear Die Hard, you were awesome when that guy was shooting on the roof. PSD, yeah. no Mad Max. That's what we're going to do. We're kind of going to rank some movies. Yeah, so what, what we did... Um, yeah, tell them. I hate to say this, but I had an idea. No. Uh, and it wasn't an no. original idea. Uh, I d- Basically, sometimes I go back through our old episodes and look at what we've done and go, could we do that in a different way again? Just to... So it was an original idea in a way. Um, it was an original idea, often an origi- so original I, idea. I landed on the Band of the Artist episode and I was like, right, what else could we do? And I thought, like, we could pick a bunch of classic films or just pick films we like. And we set a number at 10, so we've gone away and picked our 10. We've written them down, folded them up, put them into piles, and we have each other's piles. So we will take turn picking a <coughs> film out of our pile and then we've got to argue which one gets to go through to the next round and i will say this i um the reason i, I opened the way i did i struggled with it there are so i could maybe if we if you asked me to do like a list of top 50 films or 100 films yeah. i think i could do it top 10 shit if we did well, this, if thing, we recorded this episode we changed it from you know our top 10 all-time favorite films because that as we just said before we started recording it changes week on week you know it depends yeah, on if, you're, if we did this tomorrow, it'd be a different list. Yeah, but so um, it's basically 10 films picked. we enjoy and we're going to try and argue which goes through. And I've tried to pick round. some that are a bit different yeah, that same. I know I, you wouldn't pick as what well. What I would say, though, if we have by some chance picked the same film and by some chance put it at the same time or even what we'll do. So say, for example, I picked a film now and you then pick it in two turns later. Whatever it's come up against goes straight through. Yeah, because right? the other we'll one's had a chance. Way. Yeah, um, so let me mix these up quickly. Um, right, I will pick one of Jake's first. We have Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. I had to have a Star Wars on there, right? That's fair, I haven't got one. Forrest Gump. Oh. Been an interesting fight because I feel like, you know, Luke would listen to Forrest. <laughs> so which one is The Empire Strikes Back? Remind me, is it his last one? The Empire Strikes Back is... Is it the last? No, of I that? am your father. Oh, it's oh shit! But I don't know if I can argue that Forrest Gump should be ahead of that film. I mean, Forrest Gump's got um, a lot of, it's um, got a lot of memorable mo- moments and iconic uh, moments, and I just think it was a very cleverly made film when you look at all the different points of history it covered through his life. And I really like the fact um, that, and it's got some amazing actors in it. I really like the fact that the kid. You know, they got him in to do this this part, and the kid did this accent, and Tom Hanks was like, "Well, shit, I guess I'm doing that accent now to keep the continuity." <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah, what the kid just decided no, to do. No, I mean, an they accent. they asked him to do this accent. That was what he came up with, oh, and then Tom Hanks so then was he like, had to work. So they off had to. So they filmed his scenes first, and then they got, and then Tom Hanks watched them back and was like, "Well, that's my accent now. I've got to try and keep it consistent." See the thing is, and it works. It does work. It's hard for me to decide whether Forrest Gump should be ahead of that film because I loved Star Wars growing up. But it yeah. has been ruined for me. By Disney. By Disney. By the Disney era. So I now, I don't remember the last time I watched a Star Wars film because it's, I just don't really enjoy it that much. I get the odd moment, like, um, I think of, like, I hear the music and I always think of Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan about to fight. Um, oh, the Jewel of the Fates. Darth Maul. It's a great, um, great piece of music. Yeah. And I'm beautiful. sure I've probably said on this pod why it's called Jewel of the Fates. Uh, obviously not the film we're talking about, but... Um, 
Oh, how stern are you on Star Wars? I'm quite losing it. Look, at the end of the day, it's in there because <sighs> I love it and because it's the best Star Wars film. Yeah. And I had to have a Star Wars film. Oh, do you know what? Forrest Gump dies, it goes. It's out the window, so we'll put Star it's Wars out. through to the next round. Dropped it on the floor. Dropped it on the floor. You yeah, because I didn't... I didn't, I didn't, parents I, did, I did not plan to have it somewhere. <laughs> I did not plan to get out. put it at the shelf above. That would have been smarter. Um, right, so the next one is The Avengers. Nice. Versus it's going to be hard to beat. No, Interstellar. Oh, shit. Because it's, it's one of your favourite oh, no. movies, and I know that. Oh, no. No, but I've got to be honest <coughs> as to whether it's actually a better film In, or not. The Avengers um, just gives me, as like a nerd boy, it just gives me such like, oh, the first time really they were all hard. together, and you had Loki come into it, being Loki. Um, I'm worried you're picking really strong, and I reckon mine are going to come up against quite... Come out quite weak in comparison. I'm happy to sacrifice the Avengers for Interstellar. It's I've, a very clever right, movie good, and it's a very good movie. I'm going to push on that one. It's then, not yeah. my favourite Christopher Nolan. It, I don't. I don't know what it is. I love about it so much. I think the music I find very jarring at times and quite. I think the idea of it sort of blew my mind the first time I watched it. Um, and I think Matthew McConaughey's acting in it is absolutely fantastic. I like the way the story's done. Solid actor. Um, and it's got one of my all-time favourite lines from a poem, which is. Um, do not go gentle into that good night. Rage against the dying of the light. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that one's got through. Right, what one have you picked from? Okay. Where you go next. Star Trek, the first J.J. Abrams movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is. All right, should I pick yours first or should I explain why I like it? Either. Right, we'll go We're making the format up as we go along, oh, but we Godfather can do whatever we want. part one. Yeah, the Godfather part one, I'm sorry, I'll fight on there's that. There's no logical argument I can make to put I mean, you, Star look, Trek by J.J. Abrams. You tell, us, you tell us why it's Star um, Trek's on there, and I'll tell you why Godfather well, like, one goes As I said, I picked films I enjoyed. Um, my parents watched a lot of Star Trek when I was growing up, and to be honest with you... It was never your thing. I hated it. I found it really boring. I liked um, Patrick Stewart as John Luke Picard, but I felt overall, and it's probably because it was done by Americans, that I always felt... I didn't like it. It didn't. It's an interesting thing that I think if you ask a lot of Trekkies, um, particularly in America, from that generally the general consensus, and obviously each person will have their own individual opinion, but the general consensus is um, original Star Trek is better than Next Generation Star Trek, but Picard is better than Kirk. Yeah, I I would say that's fair. But Um, anyway, sorry. But as I said, I never really enjoyed it, and the first time I ever enjoyed a Star Trek of any denomination was. the that first J.J. Abrams one. It's I a good film. No, it is a really good film. Good. I do enjoy it. Having watched some of the Star Trek shows as I was a kid, I was able to pick up on enough Easter eggs and little, like, little... And it was a good way to, to tie it to the original yeah, series. Yeah, and it was done a bit differently because obviously it was sort of an alternative dimension. If you know the story, it's a bit difficult to explain, but um, it involves history being changed by someone coming back in time. Um, and yeah, I just enjoyed the film, but uh, Godfather I think is a cinematic you, masterpiece. Before, as soon as I saw it was the Godfather, I was like, right. And I'll tell you and this I've now. I've just put the Godfather on the going through to the next round. And I'll tell you now, there's um, a great story. I actually don't like the film. From, I can't. There's a great story. Mario Puzo, who wrote the novel and co-wrote the screenplay with Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, he. This was his first attempt at screenplay. Okay, and so he wrote it, and obviously the the, the part two was in the offing. And he got the bug. He was like, I quite like this film yeah. business. So he went out. So he went out and he actually bought a book on screenwriting. You've told this story on the pod before, haven't you? No. He, he 
went to uh, buy a book on how to write a screenplay. Oh, I have told it then. And they said that in the book they used his screenplay as a Literally example. first page, it said, go yeah, and watch yeah. The Godfather by Mario Puzo, yeah. it's perfection. And it was I like, wasn't to take away, it's a good it's story, it's yes, not to take story. away from the story, it's a very good story. Um, right, so should we so pick... Enough here. How many have you got left? Have you got five? Listen, you, you put them out. I've got one, two, three... So what the fuck have you done with them? Have I lost some? You're going to have to recount them based on what's left. Because they're definitely not here. Are they not? No. How many have you done? Ten. Alright. Well, we'll just... Just going to have to make some up. Well, no, I've got the full list. I just don't know how I haven't... Maybe they fell out in my bag? I don't know. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that. Organisers ever on the podcast. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm doing it like the draw for the UEFA Cup now. Number one, Mrs. Doubtfire. Jake's one is 12 Angry Men, a film I've never seen. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Obviously, I'm I'm a fan of Mrs. Doubtfire as well, and I think it's Robin Williams at his finest. And it's yeah, a really touching movie. Uh, it's a film very much from my childhood. It's a family favourite in my house. Um, and I just think his performance in it's fantastic. There's so many great moments in it. Piers Brosnan's in it. Sally Field, Drive by um, Fruiting Deer. Um, yeah, just uh, just brilliant film. I will say this for 12 Angry Men. It is an hour and 20 minutes or What's whatever What's it about? It like I said, I've never seen <clears throat> it. Okay, so it's 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 basically like a play on screen. And it is, honestly, you don't, basically most, it's pretty much all set in one room and you don't feel like it. It doesn't yeah. drag. It's phenomenal. So what it is, is there's this court case for this kid, this young 17-year-old that's accused of shooting and killing his father. And these are the, okay. and these 12, 12 men are the jury, and it's um, they all they're all like guilty, guilty, guilty. And Peter Fonda's kind of like, well, hang on a minute, we're not even giving this kid a fucking chance, so he votes not guilty. Yeah. And then they go through it, and he one by one he convinces them. So one of them says like, you know, the knife, the knife. It was a it was a, a unique knife that's only his knife, not shooting his father, sorry, stabbing his father. And he kind of proves he goes out between sessions and he comes yeah. back with an identical knife and he's like well I just bought that in the street so it's not that fucking unique and the guy's like well shit okay yeah maybe I didn't think about it and you go through it and you realise one of the guys has just got a <clears throat> one of the guys doesn't care one way or the other he just wants to get out of there so he'll vote whatever the majority's going one of the guys has just got a real thing against his own son and he's imposing that on oh, this so kid. Oh, so it sort of walks you through the jury. And, and it walks you through the case and it's like cleverly goes through it and, you know, at one point, you know, well, there's got fair, an eyewitness love, and then he discredits her kind of thing and it's like, it's a really good, really well done. I love Mrs. Doubtfire, but I don't feel... Um, no, I'm happy to put strong. it through because it is a really strong film for my childhood. But I say there's a really powerful moment yeah. <clears throat> in 12 Angry Men and I'm not spoiling it. If you get a chance to watch it, watch it. It doesn't take away from it. There's a really powerful moment when it kind of comes out that this guy's just imposing this thing on his, because he's like, fucking kids, man, you know, these slow kids, look at them and they're, come on, yeah. you know it, he's guilty, he's, look at him, look at him, you know it, you know he's guilty, and as he's doing it, and they just slowly, one by one, get up and turn away. Okay. And it's really powerful, and he's just left there ranting to himself, and then he kind of sl- slinks away. <clears throat> it's just a really, really powerful movie, really cleverly done. That's fair. No, it sounds like I'm happy to I might have to put it on my... Um, I think in that case, yeah, I'll push with it. I just like Mrs. Doubtfire, so I'll happily push it through. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll push it through. Right, so your next one is Toy Story. Nice. That's a solid choice. Jurassic Park. That's a good matchup. 
that's both of a similar Ooh, era. Yeah. Um, um, within about, what, five years oh, of each other, three years of each oh, other. To be honest, really good. with Jurassic Park, for me, um, it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, to be honest. But I will never forget, It's and I, to this day it still gives me goosebumps when I watch it, when um, Sam Neill sees the dinosaurs for the first time and you yeah, get the phenomenal. music. And just a brilliant film. And it's I, basically doing what he did on Jaws mm. times two. So it's like, it's animatronics, it's taking this thing and making it scary. But it's like, well, yeah. imagine we did that with dinosaurs and the velociraptors were scary as shit. Oh, mate, they were so fucking like, scary. Bro. Like when um, the kids are having to hide in the kitchen and trying to get away from, oh, mate. Even now, like even though I've seen the film before, I still get a little bit like, "Oh shit!" I tell you, you know, there's a, it always makes whenever I think of Jurassic Park, it always makes me think of there's a a YouTube channel I, I used to watch called Epic Rap Battles of History. Okay, and there's a rap battle between they do it between Quentin Tarantino, Alfred Hitchcock, and um, uh, Michael Bay comes in at the end, and Stanley okay. Kubrick. And it's like it's a really good, really clever. I've not seen that, but one. there's a line on um, uh, Spielberg. And it's between Spielberg as well. And that's why um, Tarantino is supposedly addressing Spielberg in this rap okay. battle. And the line is something to the effect of, um, you know, okay, you you know, right, you might make like these movies, but think about this, you know, whenever anyone asks, what's your favourite Sam Jackson part? No one's going to say, um, what's his name from Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, so it's always quite a good line. I've always quite enjoyed that it. That is a good line. Oh, mate, Sam Jackson's been in so much stuff. He does anything, and I love that he admits that yeah, he'll do anything. Yeah, he's the smoker in Jurassic Park, isn't he? He's the smoker, he's the, IT he's the, technician. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Toy Story, though, that's my childhood, man. My, my favourite child, childhood present was a Woody doll after the film came out. No, I go for it. Like, it means a lot to me, Toy oh, Story. It's a good. Mate, but so does Jurassic though. Park, because I love dinosaurs. Oh, that's a really tough one. That is a really tough I, one. I, you know, toss a coin for it. Have we got a coin? You got a coin? No, we haven't got a coin. No, we haven't got a coin. Rock, paper, we scissors. Haven't, we haven't even got all the fucking nine films. I can't believe it. There's one over there, though. That one? Yeah. Yeah, that's three. Yeah. Four, five, Is six, there, seven, eight. Have they seen them together or... No. They must have fallen out of my bag. Well, when we get to the end of them, I have got a list on my phone. That's so cool. I can... That's cool. Do that, so that's not the end of the world. So we need to just should we do rock paper scissors sure. for you're doing Toy Story, I'm doing Jurassic Park. Oh no, no, that's not fair. Cause I, I <laughs> he did it off. Yeah, yeah. He saw paper man. Scissors. No, we, we didn't. We didn't set up a system of when we go. We'll go on three. Okay. One two. Oh, no, we'll go on scissors. Sorry. Go on scissors. Yeah. One two scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, rock paper scissors. Okay. Rock, rock paper scissors. scissors. <laughs> <laughs> we fucked that up somehow, but right. So, Toy Story is through to the next. Okay, round. sorry, Jurassic Park, you're rowdy. Right. So, your next one, do you wanna? <clears throat> yeah, let's open it up. Kingdom of Heaven. Okay, yeah. that's it. I've not seen Kingdom of Heaven. Okay, it's one of my favourite films, and you've got Four Lions. Um, it's Four Lions, the one where they um meet the white guy that wants to be a terrorist. Is that the same? Am I yeah, yeah, the yeah. Right the, film? The, the, yeah, the four. And they've got like giant. Bombers. I think I haven't seen the film the whole way through. Um, I did find it funny. I, like they went out somewhere. And there, there was a joke about huge naan breads. So I can't remember. Don't remember that necessary <laughs> joke, but I do. There's lots of. It's um, me just going with. It's he's the white guy's great. You know they're like they talk about. You know there's a scene where he's like but, when you when they're like you're the one who wanted to leave a bomb cake outside the mosque after nine eleven. He's like yeah. And, and they're like, but why would you attack our own people? And he's like, 
think about it when you're in a fight, punch yourself in the face to get yourself really angry and get yourself <laughs> rolled up. And they're like, go on then, punch yourself in the face. Go on, we're in a fight. We're in a fight. Punch yourself in the face. And he does the whole thing where he's like, um, you know, at the start, he's, a, he's, a, he's at like a fucking town hall conference or whatever. And he's, you know, representing like his version of the Muslim community, which is fucking mental. Yeah. And he talks about training camps, like <laughs> suicide hall training camps. And they're like, okay, well, about these training camps. He's like, you said anything about training camps, brother? I'm like, well, you did. You just said it. He's like, no, I didn't. And they're like, yes, you just did. And he went, and then he kind of paused him and he goes, yeah, but if I didn't, you'd have made them up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't seen the film all the way through. I do remember finding it funny. Uh, Kingdom of Heaven for me, it's not a very popular film. It's a Ridley Scott um, directed film. It's got Liam Neeson, it, um, Jeremy Irons, Orlando Bloom. Oh, okay. No, no. Um, and it's basically about. a film about a. Um, French, uh, what are they called when they... Um, French? I think we just call them French. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think that when they work with metal. I'm to, like like a monger. But a, like an iron monger or a... No, they're hammering shit. Smith, the smithy. That's, that's okay, yeah. He's a French smithy and um, it turns out he's the bastard walks, son. Walks, walks around singing karaoke. <laughs> with George Michael. <laughs> and, uh, Jean-Pierre. Uh, well, no, the film literally starts with his wife having her head cut off posthumously because she was a suicide. And at I that can see why that time, didn't make Gavin and Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, his brother's played by Michael Sheen. He, fi- he finds out he's the bastard son of a uh, nobleman from Jerusalem, uh, played by Liam Neeson. Who knows he's obviously when you want a, when you want an Arab who you get to play it. Or no, he's not playing an Arab. He's playing a crusader that was given a position in the uh, kingdom of heaven, and uh, the king is played by um, Edward Norton, and he's I a was, leper. I was just you know I was just going to say, is this the Edward Norton film? Yeah, and then yeah, when yeah. you start going through the cast, I was like, oh, maybe it's not the Edward Norton no, film. No, no, it, it is. It is the one. Um, and it's just got a very good cast in it. The music's beautiful. It's got some really for me cinema in terms of cinema, some really iconic moments for me, um, in terms of some battle scenes and just memorable moments. And yeah, I just love the film. Fair enough, no, I haven't seen it. Um, I can't. But I know you love Four Lions. So. I do love Four Lions, but I'm not enough. It's The only reason I wanted it to bring it into it is because I want any opportunity, it's one of those films that I will tell people to go and watch because I think it's really underrated. Yeah. I think still not a lot of people know about it. I think more are learning about it. That's I fair. still think not a lot of people know about it, and I just want our listeners to know it's there. Go and watch it. You'll in it. Yeah, well, I need good. to finish watching it. And like I said, it, I enjoyed what I did watch. I think <coughs> I fell asleep. It was at night or something, so I didn't get to watch all of it. No, but it, it is good. So I'm, I'm um, happy to advance Kingdom of Hearts because I've like Kingdom, Kingdom of, of Heaven. Heaven I've not. Yeah. All right. Fair <coughs> enough. Let's say. I don't think it'll get past the next round. No, we'll see. Right. So your next film is Life of Brian. Again, that's not. I know that's a very iconic film. I've not. Straight in the dismiss pile. Wow. Um, but obviously, it's got iconic things like uh, always look on the bright side of life. Um, One thing that I always quote from that film is the scene when they go, when they do the scene of what have the Romans ever done for us? And they're like, well, the aqueduct, you know, other than the aqueducts and the roads <laughs> and the tax, and this, you know, that goes without saying, yeah, what yeah. have they done? And they go for all of it and they're like, nothing, exactly, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> it's so, it's still relevant today as satire. Yeah, yeah, in terms of... Um, the public mentality. Yeah, absolutely. It's still brilliant. Um, right, <laughs> what have um, I put up you against You've got John it? Wick. Oh. This is, this is tough. I love not, John I'm Wick. I'm not willing to just concede life of Brian to John Wick. 
No, but that's not an easy film. comparison to make. No, they're um, very different films. Oh, mate, it's annoying that Kingdom of Heaven's got through because I would sacrifice Kingdom <laughs> of Heaven for John Wick. Um, not Love because it. Love it. But just because, like, when I... F- I remember the first time I watched John Wick, it was a bit like the first time I watched Taken. I didn't expect much. No um, fair idea, no one just did. massively over-delivered for me, and obviously now he's gone on to make another two films, and there is going to be another... There's a spin-off TV series that's coming, I believe. Fuck me, who's producing The um, Rock? Probably. He might be in it at some point, who knows? Oh, yeah, wait for his character um, to appear in his own film. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but Life of Brian, I know, is very... Oh, do you yeah, know I, love, I love Life of Brian. I, it is one of them films that I will sit and rewatch uh, because it is so good. It's really... Di- I've still got John Wick 2 and 3, still, so I'll I let... St- they're not the opposite. No, no, no. This, I still, I still quote so much for you know. There's only Judean one people from fucking Judea, and, and you know the stoning scene at the start. Also, the uh, song "Always Look on the Bright mm. Side of Life" made uh, my whole family laugh when we had a funeral for my uncle. It was played at his funeral. Nice. So I think just for that moment and alone, in the build up to him singing that, you know, they're like, right, we, we've been given a pardon to Jesus. Who's <laughs> uh, not Brian? Which one of you is Brian? Yeah. And Eric Arnold goes, I am, and they go. All right, you're free. And he goes, nah, I'm only joking, mate. Give me my crucifix. And it's like, it's just, it's funny. It's so yeah, I'll let. And um, also, you know, there's a whole scene, the whole sequence where they they think he's the Messiah, and he kind of like steps on a on a guy's toe, and he's like, ah, yeah, and he goes like, forty years I've had this vow of silence, and he's fucking broken it, and all the followers <laughs> are like, it's a miracle. He's made him speak again. <laughs> Yeah, I know go. it's a very clever and funny <coughs> film. No, it is, it is um, very, it's a very good film. So, yeah, I'll let that go through to the next round. Sorry, John. That's my last one. This is, you've got one more that I've got here. Right, okay. The Last Samurai. Presumably the Tom Cruise yeah, yeah, Last yeah, Samurai. Yeah. Um, and sh- oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Oh, mate. <clears throat> There's not, again, it's one of those where I can't logically argue. Against the shank. Against the shank, because it's obviously an all-time world-class film, and I have seen it, and it was, and I remember feeling quite still emotional holds up. at the end of it. It it's still a holds banging up. banging movie. Uh, there's not much you can't like about it. There's but a great... Just, um, let me just like give Last Samurai some props. It wasn't commercially successful, particularly. No, it did not go down well, um, commercially. And it wasn't a film the first time I watched it that I enjoyed as much, but it's become a... Sort of, I suppose, one of my cult movies. Is it quite a long film? Is it one of those? It is it's quite, quite a long, long film. Um, but it's just sort of, I think, the journey the character goes on. And I think it's probably, and I'm a Tom Cruise fan in terms of an actor, I would say it's his best acting performance I've okay. seen. Um, so, and I appreciate films more when they have an outstanding performance in them. Yeah, I go for um, that. And also, Japan's a fucking beautiful country. And you get to it see a, a lot of country. it. And. Um, Obviously, I can't argue that it deserves yeah, there's a to great, go I always really like there's a there's a film called Puff Puff Pass Pass, which I was which I discovered and is like an uncovered gem, and it's basically um, this film where these two stoner comedies and they're the Shank, the Shawshank is their favourite film. Okay, um, but one of the guys clearly hasn't fucking seen this film because they're talking about he brings it up and he talks about the um, the scene where he gets raped, okay. <coughs> and he's yeah, like. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is as bad, you know, as bad as when he gets raped. And the guy's like, wait, and he gets <laughs> raped? And he's like, dude, it's like a major turning point in the movie. Yeah, and he just yeah. kind of goes, it, it only happened the once though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a really... 
Right, I've just realised. I've looked at my list. I wrote at the top of the list, 10 movies I love. And then I've written nine movies, so it means I've counted the thing at the top. <laughs> so we're still two down. I've got one that I have written down. Okay. Um, that I will put against this one. And then I'm going to have to pick a movie off the top of my head for the last one. Should be good. So this one is Reservoir Dogs, and my film was Gladiator. Okay, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, that is a tough one. And I love Gladiator. Um, and I've not you seen Reservoir Dogs. It's, it, it's uh, Tim Roth, isn't it? Tim Roth's in yeah, it. Yeah, arguably, um, Pulp it, Fiction it, comes up higher in most Tarantino? of the lists. It's my favourite Tarantino. Okay. It is my favourite. Pulp Fiction is amazing as well. And I, like I said, arguably, that comes up a lot higher in most of the lists. But for me, it's Reservoir Dogs. Um, but I, yeah, Gladiator is a, is a phenomenal oh. film. Um, I'm happy to concede it. Oh, okay. Well, oh, you haven't seen it. In that case, and yeah. But Gladiator is a great film. But Reservoir Dogs is a fantastic and film. I've, and do you know what? It's handy. Whilst you were talking, I thought about... You thought of a film? Well, because I said at the start, wasn't there, that there was one I'd missed off. Yeah. So I will go with that one rather than just picking whatever film I... Yeah, yeah, to. yeah, yeah. So your last film, so we've put. Um, so I know what through, I know right? what I know what this is now. Because yeah. there's only one left. Yeah. So life is beautiful again, a film I've not seen, and uh, Roberto Benigni, great film. And the film I chose is, if can you remember from before we started recording? Yes, The Martian. Yes, with Matt Damon. Again, a film I love, and again, it's not. I know it's nominated for stuff. And it I love successful. the origins of it. I do love that. I mean, it's a good film. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and I just think it's a very good performance from Matt Damon. It's a film I watch fairly regularly, I guess. It's a film I don't mind falling asleep to. And that sounds bad. No, I know what you mean. I, said, I like the fact that it started out as a blog and, and went from there. Oh, is that how he wrote it, was it? Originally, author? he wrote it as a blog and he would message... He would start off by messaging so scientists. So was he doing it as if he was the character? Kind of. And then he'd, yeah. he'd start off by, he'd message prominent scientists in the field to say what, you know, when he's writing the next bit, he'd be like, what's realistic, what's not realistic. Yeah, because he tried and to, then they call it hard science. Eventually, among science the community, fiction. it actually reached a level of notoriety among the scientific community that scientists were messaging him to say, oh, that really? bit's not very, if you're going to include this, this is how we do it with the technology and whatever. I like that. And then it became a book and then it became the film. Right, so tell me about Life is Beautiful. Life is Beautiful is, it's it's sort of, I mean, it's not, by the way, when I say this, so bear with me to finish the sentence. It's sort of like Prisoners, <clears throat> in that you go into it and you just, you don't know what to expect. Okay. It's about, and I've spoken to you about it before a little bit, I think, whether you can remember or not, who who knows? We've spoken about a lot of things over the years. We have. But um, it's a, it's about, he plays this, this guy and it's sort of in, in part, so it starts off, he meets the love of his life. And it's okay. about them falling in love. And it's like a rom-com. And then it's like, they've got a kid. And okay. they've got a family. And then World War Two kicks off and their country is invaded by the Nazis. Okay. And he's he's identified as Jewish and is taken off. And she's like, I'm not letting him go without me. So she's taken off as well. What happens to the kid? <clears throat> he sneaks the kid along with him. Okay. And... He ends up with the he ends up with the kid, and he he's kind of trying to tell this kid he's like it's like a this is like a fun camp. Yeah. It's fun. It's even though he's been worked to the bone every day and whatever. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's there's barely any food, but he's giving it all to his kid, and it's really funny. You know, there's a bit where the guy and, uh, right at the start, and the kid's hiding under the bed, 
and uh, the Nazi officer comes and he goes, right, I need a translator who speaks German. Mm. And he goes, and he kind of looks and goes, I do. And he doesn't speak German. So yeah. he just gets up and sort of behind the guy, he's just making fun of him and doing all this silly shit and his kids under the bed, you know, cracking up, trying not to laugh. And it's yeah. really sweet. And um, and it goes all the way through to there's a the sort of a doctor befriend the kid and he obviously knows straight away. He's like, okay, yeah. well, you're a... And he kind of helps him a little bit and helps, makes it, you know, gets him a job okay. thing so that he's kind of protected a little bit. And it's just this really sweet movie. And it goes all the way through to the Americans rolling through and freeing the camp. Well, you've been generous with me, so I'm happy to it is, honestly, if concede and let that through. It's one of them films that you've probably never heard of because it's an Italian film, you yeah. know, Roberto Benigni. Um, I think he won the Oscar for it, actually. I think it won... I mean, the name rings a bell. I just haven't seen but it. But it is, honestly, go and watch it. It's Seriously, it's... it's you, it's hard to describe it and give you an idea of what to expect, but it's a really beautiful movie. Yeah, definitely go and watch it. Right, cool. Well, what we'll do for the next round is I will mix. Well, should we just chuck them all in one pot now? Okay. And pull them out. I think we're at that point now. I'm mixing Jake Pad. Okay, uh, guys, movies, movies. You love movies. You like movies, right? I like movies. Right. Um, you can stop padding. I was just getting Thank to the good God. bit. I was just getting to the good right. bit. Film number one for the second round. Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom of Heaven. Movie number two. Which we know would have already been sacrificed for John Wick, so it's hard to argue Toy against Story. anything. Well. It's hard to argue against it, because you've already <laughs> fucked it off for John Wick. <laughs> so I imagine it'll get fucked off at Toy Story. Yeah. All right, Toy Story through to the next round. <laughs> I didn't even need to discuss that. I don't think we um, do. Right, next one. Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. See if I can pick one. Of See, Star Wars is a really personal film to me and I really like it, but I think it's not going to hold up against whatever it comes out against. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could face Star Wars getting knocked out for Mrs. Doubtfire, but I can. Uh, I can. No, no, do you know what? No, I think I think Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, it just it means more to the... To the pod. You know, it's, well, arguably not, but there's so many other Star Wars films. In the same way, look, in the same way that you sort of said you've got John Wick 2 and 3. You've got the others to fall I've back on. I've got so many other Star Wars movies <laughs> and, fil- and and shows. Oh, mate, you're going to have Star Wars coming out the wazoo for the I'll rest be of your right. life. I'll be all right. Um, right, so Star Wars is gone. Right, next film. Life is Beautiful. Up against Interstellar. Well, I'm sorry, mate. I know you'll fight on this. <laughs> And I'm just I, um, I can't let this go down without a fight. Just know that. That's fair. I just think for me, as I said, because I haven't seen it. It's one of your favourite. I can't put it as well. Above, I know that. Um, I know that. Uh, Interstellar for me. Um, although I'm sympathetic towards, I don't want it to sound like I don't care about the Holocaust or Jewish people and their problems. Um, or imagine past if, problems. Imagine if that was the takeaway. If they were like, listen to the pod, <laughs> bit anti-Semitic. No, but the thing is, though, I have views on certain things that would get me labelled, despite the fact it's not anti-Semitic in the least, but I'm not going to go into it. You're going to get us cancelled, bro. You I ain't going into it now. Down. They took Jeremy Corbyn down. They ain't taking me oh, down. Oh, Jeremy Corbyn. Um, um, I will say this. It's it's a very... Um, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a 90s film. It's a very late 90s, point out. It's a very interesting take on a Holocaust movie. Okay. There's been a lot of 
war look, movies if it, and Holocaust. No, look, if it had been Schindler's List, I'd have let I'm it go just through. Gonna, I'm just saying out there's <coughs> been a lot of Holocaust movies and, and war movies and, and they're all generally following honest, the same tone. I tend to not watch them. Because of the matter, they um, follow the same tone. This is such a different thing yeah. and it's a more fun take on it and I know that's a weird paradoxical no, I get what you mean. It's, a fun it's take a, on the Holocaust. Well, no, I don't think it's a fun... I think it's to show that there is always beauty... In Life is beautiful. That's kind yeah, of the point of it. Yeah, yeah, that there is always something. There's a silver lining to everything, or there's bits of joy to be found in the most horrible and it's, circumstances. It's, it's you know the ending. Not to give anything away, but it's a really bittersweet ending where you feel both really, really sad and upset. Yeah, but sort of happy at the same time. Yeah, for the, it's, the it's a really, it's a really beautiful movie. I know, but I know, I know, it's never going to beat <laughs> Interstellar. So well, just I go know, ahead and I, put I have a feeling Interstellar's going to get knocked out. Just in the put next it round. through. All right, I'm I just, sorry, I bro. Couldn't no, let, no, 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 couldn't let it go that far. No, that's completely fine. I can understand that. Right. So what I'll do is I'll make the next one the Martian. Okay, Martian against Godfather Part One. Well, hang on. Did the Martian go through or did the Martian go out? I think it went out. <laughs> the went out to the well, to, to life is beautiful, here, didn't you? Well, I've got an odd number here. Have you? Wait, did we put Gladiator through? Yeah, we put Gladiator through. Right, so that's so, so the other missing one. Right, so this is Gladiator against Godfather Part One. I'm sorry, Russell. I'm sorry, Ridley. Oh, do you know what? It's, it's so happening. difficult because I really didn't like one of the most famous portrayals in acting ever I found intolerable and turned off and I know I'm in the minority there and I know in terms of cinema history there's no way Gladiator gets ranked higher than The no. Godfather no. but I just want to make it clear had it been Interstellar I might have stood a bit more firm but Stop fucking off your own films against your own films bro Stand tall and have a spine man <laughs> Well, no, but like, I can't, as I said, it's difficult because I think you've got a far more, I suppose it's a fair way to say, grown-up taste in movies than I have. No, I think, I think I, um... Or a more well-rounded film knowledge Yeah, I, I think... Have. And I have, compared to a lot of people I know, a very good film knowledge, but yours compared to mine is... I think, I think... Like our general knowledge. Well, I think, I think I, um, there's a lot of films that people won't watch based on a few things, based on age... Based on um, genre, based on I feel the like fact if, that it's if you miss if you've missed the boat on something, so like the Godfather, the Godfather would have come around again at some point, which is probably where you picked up on it, and you know there's a movement behind it. Whereas I feel like if you miss that because it was so long ago, it's difficult. Well, to like my my dad showed me the Godfather, and nice. yeah, I tried to watch it once years ago and hated it. I just genuinely couldn't get through an hour, and I was like, "This is shit." How is this one of the greatest films of all time? Oh yeah, this is bullshit. Then I watched it again when I was a little bit older. Yeah, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" I this can't is remember brilliant. when I this watched is a it. Brilliant it must movie. have been more than five years ago, but I remember trying to sit down to watch it. I think perhaps on your recommendation, and I just I found it a very difficult watch, and I just got bored and watched something just everything else. from the moment you know from the start all the way through when he goes to um, Italy, and it's it's just a really yeah. But I cannot argue that Gladiator deserves to go through above it, so the Godfather goes through. What Gladiator does goes through. What do Gladiator does have going through it is it managed to be a phenomenal film, despite yeah. the fact that they did not have a complete script when they started shooting it. Yeah, and Russell Crowe said it's not something he would recommend no. doing very often. Um, but it's definitely one of my all-time favourite films. I think his performance in it is fantastic. 
I find it really sad when you see certain actors like sometime on like Brendan Fraser, um, Russell Crowe. Have you seen him recently? I have. Yeah, he didn't look <coughs> fighting fit. That's all right. Say. We didn't want him as a guest on the pod anyway. Oh yeah, like that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. So <laughs> the next film is Life of Brian, and it I don't imagine Life of Brian will get far. Versus, but I love it. Shawshank. Okay, well, yeah, Shawshank. Like, I, I love Life of Brian, but Shawshank is Shawshank. Yeah, and as I said, I've not seen Life of Brian, so I'm not going to argue against that at all. So Life of Brian is gone. Shawshank goes through. So we're now down to the quarters. This must be the quarters now, or the semis, maybe. We didn't even start with a full list. Who can tell what round we're at? Well, do you know what? I think it adds to the charm of the podcast, the fact we never decided. Oh, 100%. It's, um, it's our niche. Well, that's how I choose to see it anyway, whether that's the reality or not. Yeah, so every day when you're like, shouldn't I do some research with Bond? You're like, it's the charm. It's the charm. I don't need to. I'm just going to show up and be me. Uh, right, next one, Toy Story. And also, can I just say, I, I, when I wrote the list, I didn't do it deliberately to like try and mug you off. No, no. But I was well aware that there'd be a few films on there that you hadn't seen. Yeah. That you wouldn't have seen. Right, so the next one, Shawshank. Shawshank coming out strong. It's hard. I mean, the, the, the only way we'll get an upset really is if Shawshank comes up against Godfather. Yeah, well, I'm hoping like Interstellar avoids the big hitters right up until I know, the end. We're at that point in a cup competition um, now where you're like, do you want to take on the big boys and really pull a scout? No, I or want. Do you just I want the shit with teams. You want Oxford United? Yeah, yeah, you want? I want AFC Wimbledon. You want Wimbledon? Yeah. 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 Um, right. You can't. I can't argue that Toy Story belongs above, and actually, it wasn't one of my films. But Shawshank obviously has to go yeah, through to the next, next round. Sure, Toy Story is a really special place in my heart. Right, um, so Shawshank, Shawshank is through to it must be the semis. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> right? This could be interesting. I'm not. You can ask Jake. I am trying to do this fairly. I'm not looking at the papers. I'm being. No, he's up. made eye contact with me so the whole I way don't through. Know. Oh, Godfather Part One. What are we missing, bro? I'm missing, I'm missing a film here. I've got another one again. This is so well organised. Um, we're missing one again. Um, yeah, Godfather versus Mrs. Doubtfire. I guess whatever's left gets a buy. <laughs> then I've got lucky. Interstellar. No, but what I mean is the next round we're going to have three names. Oh, next round we're going to have three. So um, should we then do that as the final? I don't know what film we've Let's lost. just do it now. Three-way final. Oh, right. Yeah, I see, Mrs. Doubtfire's not... gone. So, I mean, do you know what? I'm just happy by hook or by crook. That it's made the final. So I'm prepared that somehow Interstellar has managed to whammy its way into the final. I swear to God, if, you, if I watched this back on YouTube you and I found... The interstellar, you had a peak, you saw what it was up against, and you were like, quickly binned it off. <laughs> well, look, I'm going to be uploading the footage. I don't, and the editing I do is quite simple. The footage gets dragged in, the our audio gets attached to it. That's all that happens. I don't do any cutting or pasting. I slap some titles on top, and I'm done. Honestly, if I watch it back and over that, or it cuts, and suddenly we're somewhere else. <laughs> Fuming. Fuming. Well, I can put my hand on my heart and tell you you're not going to see that. Be like the Australian or the Pakistani cricket board, just full of cheats. <laughs> what's, the, what's the point in fairness? <clears throat> so, yeah, so, right. I think we It's know a strong final. This is going to go. I mean... I'm, I'm, I, I know I what my optimum outcome is. Obviously, there's my dream outcome, but I know that's just not... 
I know what I know what my list is. I know I know my list, um, and I know your list. I don't think you do know my list. Oh, all right, fair enough. I could be pleasantly surprised. Then should I? You do, yeah. Go on. Right. So I think just logically, in terms of how good a film it was, its position in cinema history, Shawshank has to come first. Um, I would then argue as I hated The Godfather, Interstellar should come after that. And then I would put The Godfather at third. Yeah, see, I go number three, Interstellar. Yeah, well, that's something I knew your order. Number two, Godfather. Yeah, I, I knew your I knew Number your one, Shawshank. Okay, well, yeah, Shawshank's th- number one then. Yeah, Shawshank's on number one. It's just a phenomenal movie that means a lot to us. Look, I can understand that in the annals of history, what will go down in history more out of Interstellar or Godfather, I know what comes first. I think Interstellar, for me, not to rile you up or anything, it was an okay movie. But what, it was like, it was all right. But well, I no, look, I'm not that defensive about it that I can accept that it's not what I got, one of I, the best films. I'm not saying time. I don't enjoy these movies that I'm about to mention. I think they're good movies and I did enjoy them. Right, if you're going to demigrate or what? Put it down. Like, but from inception onwards, you kind of got this vibe from Christopher Nolan that he wanted to be like, I'm the smartest man in the room, and you don't understand my films. The fewer people who understand it, the better. And it's like, calm down, Chris, you're making a movie, mate. Just fucking make a good movie. One thing I would say is in the making of Interstellar, Christopher Nolan had some... um, It was something to do with um, showing the black hole as they wanted to show it on screen they had to run certain tests and in doing so they discovered things about black holes and gained an image that they'd never had before and it's scientifically sound and it's given them what it would look like in real life through trying to make the film so it is sort of rooted at least to some degree in that area yeah no i don't i don't don't doubt realistic to science the rest of it however obviously Probably but, not. You know, and that um, carries on through the way through to Tenet, which I actually quite liked. I, I haven't I watched, seen Tenet. So I, I heard such bad things. I at didn't point bother. of recording, I watched Tenet yesterday. Oh, okay. I really liked it. Well, it looked decent it's in not the trailers. As, like everyone goes on about, you know, there's. I've spoken to a few people who go, oh, I came out of it. I didn't know. As it, honestly, has it got Chitwell? <coughs> is it Chitwell Ijafor? No, it's um, Denzel Washington's son. It's. Um, uh, they look very similar. Then I thought. No. Oh no. Fucking racist. I had to. They don't look anything like each other. Have um, I done a Gavin Williamson? <laughs> you've done <laughs> Jesus. You've done a Gavin Williamson, bro. Well, look, what I would say is we're recording back to back, so it's been a no, but a longer session. What I was going to say is I liked it. I think it wasn't nearly as confusing as people made out for it. I thought there it was go. a really simple thing to follow, and well, I thought it was really clever storytelling. I think it's an easy label to throw at Christopher Nolan that he does confusing stuff so i think if people don't but i think there's definitely it, a thing of i th- i feel like he's really pleased the fewer people understand the movies the prouder he is of his movie well it, i think he thinks that makes it clever bigger and better in history that people oh that like i'll admit with at least with inception uh he still never clarified he wanted it to be left to and i like that i like when yeah, films leave it open to it interpretation means something by something different for every person i love that when it. films do that um, and although it was incredibly frustrating, I love an ambiguous cinema, ending. Uh, I do and I don't because I love that film, but I wouldn't want that in all of my films. Do you no, know what I mean? Sometimes, um, yeah. But like, I think if I started watching more and more films that had that sort of ending, I'd get a bit cheesed off. I'd need more payoff. Um, but as a 
occasional thing. Um, I think it is a, it is an, an interesting comparison between our two movies. I think you like I'm not saying one's better or worse. Yeah, yeah. By the way, please don't. Go, but I do think I'd hate to. Oh, there's so many snobs in the world. I'd hate to come across like a fucking snob of this shit. But I think you you tend to watch a lot more blockbusters than I do. Quite possibly. Um, I think because I spent a lot of time watching a lot of crap films. Um, and I feel like as I get older, I don't like wasting my time. But that's how I feel films. about a lot of blockbusters. I'm like, when they've no, come out a, a while, point. and people two years from now, because when they come out, people it's the same with TV shows. People big them up like they're the best thing. Yeah. I'm like, if in two years when you've had two more best things, it still holds up. Yeah, I'll watch it. That's fair. I mean, look, it's the I think also my relationship with films was i went to the cinema a lot with my dad so we watched a lot of blockbusters yeah 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 throughout my childhood so i guess it's just carry on as a continuation it's what i enjoy watching um i'm not a big indie movie fan i've not seen a lot of indie movies it's not my so normally when something's a smaller production it probably doesn't catch my eye as much um I've never seen Moonlight, that film that came out of nowhere. Was it Moonlight? Yeah, well, the Oscar. I used to be fair, yeah. I've not seen Moonlight um, yet. So, yeah, those sort of films, I guess, don't really appeal to me, to be honest. Um, I do like bigger budget movies. I think that is a fair observation. Yeah. Not really. And I always think, um, my my view of it, and this does make me sound like a snob, but I don't mean it to, is that generally a lot of bigger budget movies are really kind of um, lowest common denominator. They don't care about a good story. They just want to look glossy. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's fair. I think the bigger films I tend to like the most are films that I feel, whether other people agree with me or not, have the story. Have that for me. Yeah. So films like Kingdom of Heaven, I think as a film overall, in terms of the areas of the world you get to see, the different actors that are in it, the overarching storyline, and I prefer longer form of media in all media. So if I like my podcasts longer, I like films longer. I like TV shows to be longer in general. I'd far rather have a longer episode and less of them than... Because uh, I sometimes, quite a lot of the time, I'll watch... I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but recently, like in the last few months, I've watched at least two films. I can't think what they were, but I've enjoyed them. But my biggest criticism was... They were too long. They didn't need to be that long. You could have got all that story and the emotion and the story well, no, absolutely. And I think, all in, again, you know, like an hour 45, an hour and a half. It didn't need to be two and a half hours. Well, suit being shorter. Comedy films, for example, there's only so much you can pull mm. out of a comedy story, in my opinion, so a longer form one wouldn't work as much. But a longer form horror film, I think I'd prefer. Yeah, I just think in general I prefer them longer. And um, as I said, I pick out films that I feel give me that thing you were talking about, the character and the story yeah. and interstellar. And also I like, if I feel a film has got the casting right, that instantly makes me like the film more than if the story's off. Yeah, sometimes um, you can watch a film and you just think that's so horribly cast. Yeah. Like I'll it, tell you now, it hasn't come out yet, but recently... At, um, you know, it's been announced for the new um, uh, Mario film, Mario and Luigi. Oh, well, who? Yeah, they like oh, garbage casting all the way through. Mario? Fucking Chris Pratt. That was. It. And you got Jack Black as Donkey Kong. I like Jack Black. I mean, I like Chris Pratt to be fair. I mean, he's great yeah. in Parks and Rec and Guardians and that. But yeah. like, be fair, that is garbage casting. And I will not, not watch great. that film on principle of the cast. I wouldn't have watched it anyway. To be if honest. it comes out and it That's gets rave reviews, I might. I like big films, but I don't like 
the ones aimed at younger people nowadays. I did when I was younger, obviously, but now they just don't really. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a, f- a film that nearly made my list that was on my backup of list. So the two that What's I that? like thought about, well, one of them was Die Hard because I thought it kicked off the action genre in a okay. whole new way. Yeah. And it's kind of become the new archetypal action movie. And I think they've definitely become a cult following. Oh, Die huge Hard time. Films. I love Die Hard. Big question. Uh, is it a Christmas film? No. Wrong answer. Yes, it is. Um, number two. Up. I've never watched it at Christmas. That's up, the reason I, I said it. Seen. No. Seen. What? I know. I've never what? seen it. I've never, never, never seen it. Bro, that's more sacrilegious than just about any film on that list that you haven't seen. <laughs> It's not as sacrilegious as choosing uh, You Know My Name as the better song, or the worst song as writings on the wall. No, I'm sorry. Uh, you have to watch up. Honestly, well, it's, you, it's won't on dis- you won't it's be on the disappointed. List. But um, that, I got, know, I got a, made to watch Wally recently, and I heard everyone rave about that. It, like was, it. it was all right. Like, don't get me wrong. It was a decent film, but, um, but it didn't do much for me. Up, just the opening sequence in Up. Is worth it. I think I've seen it. Is it the heartbreaking montage of like him falling, falling in, in love? love she gets older, yeah. dies, and he becomes a miserable old wank. It's a phenomenal love story in three and a half minutes. Yeah, and it is, and the music that's matches fair. it. But yeah, no, but that nearly made it. And that's, I mean, Toy Story had made it through a couple of rounds on our list. That's that's yeah, that but good. I think that's because it was such a big thing when we Shrek. Into, I love it? Shrek. Shrek's amazing. I think um, the younger generation. I nearly put the Parent Trap in. Okay, yeah, Lindsay yeah, Lohan. The Lohan Again, that, I think that's one of the first films I remember seeing in the cinema as a kid. Um, so that's always been sort of a favourite of mine. Um, just trying to think if there's any others off at the top of my head. I can't. I mean, I did think about the Harry Potters, but we've covered. Well, them I did before. think. Well, we get complaints that no one's from people that we haven't included a Harry Potter film. No, but I mean, my partner's um, sort of selection of films she's into. Compared to mine, is very... Ranges from Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone to Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows <laughs> Part 2. <laughs> Near enough. It's not quite that bad. Uh, she likes a lot of Tim Burton as well. Um, which, yeah, sadly, it's a boat that I missed completely. Presumably um, the Tim Burton, like the Nightmare on Christmas and the yeah, Nightmare. Yeah, not that. Not so much Batman 89. No, no, no. She's into his Alice in Wonderland... Nightmare Before Charlie Christmas. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, his version of that. Uh, I don't think she's as into that. I think, like me, she agrees that the original is best. I think so. I was going to say, mate, you'd have got a slap across the face if you'd have said Johnny Depp's better than Gene Wilder. You'd have got backhanded, brother. And I like, Much like I Johnny, like Johnny Depp. Depp. I like Johnny Depp. Mate, do you know what? Let's quickly talk about that, because I've, I've always wanted to talk about it. Um just in terms of, I don't want to get into the ins and outs of what happened between Amber Turd, I mean Amber Heard and um, Johnny. Um, but I mean, pick a side, bro. It's quite clear if you read into it that there was obviously a lot of back and forth in that relationship in all areas in terms of the bad, it's mainly the bad stuff. And they were both unstable people in that relationship. But the... Do you think it's unfair, and I know it's difficult for two men to have this conversation, that his career has absolutely disappeared since, but hers seems to be completely intact? Yeah, of course it is. I think it's it's one of those things where whoever got labelled first out of that was always going to suffer the most. I don't even think who gets labelled first. I think because it's he got physical with her, and look, that we've covered that on the pod before, and my thoughts on it, I think it's morally reprehensible, but... I think you have to take sometimes in extreme cases when it's reciprocal, when it's a very 
it can happen between a couple that gets violent and aggressive. And I just, I think the sad thing is they, you know, and I think we know couples like it. Um, they brought out the worst in each other, and yeah. I don't know that I never knew them personally. But no, it seems but it's like how from it the looks outside. like from the outside. Um, do you think it's fair that people have called for her to be kicked out of the Aquaman? Story I'll be line. honest, I don't know enough about this story. I, no, that's I, I fair enough. I just thought it was worth. It. I know it's I saw it off base, when it when it, it kind of first came, came around. It very much seemed to me, and I'm, I could be very wrong. Look, there's obviously it's gone to court. So there's been <laughs> a lot of evidence, but it seemed to me like a, a lot of hearsay, a lot of he said, she said, and I yeah. kind of was like, I'm not going to get involved in that because it might mar my opinion of I both think, actors. To be and honest, I thought, I it's a subject we I might don't be able to that. come back to in a couple of years' time when it's clearer and we know what's happened. And and we, we've got um, one in the diary. We've got an episode lined up. But yeah, I just um, I know it's completely off tangent and it's not what we're talking about at all. It just popped up so i just thought fuck it if anything thinking about it right now it's clickbaity and it? it's something i can just jake think johnny depp is a wife beater i mean i had some controversial opinions on this podcast um, but i, th- I don't but think no, i just thought it was worth asking the question just no, why I we're think in that's the room. fair um yeah no i don't i like i said i don't know nearly enough about it to start commenting on it but uh, but what I do know is that Shawshank came out on top. Shawshank did come deservedly out deservedly so. I don't think there was yeah, any. I think I two can, and three we're we're disagreeing on. But I think number one. I think straight. It's up. difficult. You put Shawshank in any list with any other films. It's going to go deep. Do you know what I mean? It always comes up top uh, two in much any. Much like the men that raped the poor man in the film. It, but, it, um, and he got raped. <laughs> yeah, it's like a major part of the whole storyline. Only happened once, though, right? Yeah, just once. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, as always, uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, it means Let a lot us to know us. what you thought. Um, yeah, we've had some controversial shit. We have. It's been also, like I said, oh, we do this list. We did this episode like five times, and I love completely different lists. But what <laughs> films did we omit? What films do you think are nailed on that we? How could we even not mention? Yeah, them? and do you think any of the decisions were wrong in terms of who went through. And also, if you can figure out what the fuck went on with our organisation in this episode, get in touch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ask um, the fans because, like, well, no, oh, they can guys, the oh, guys, if you... I don't know. I just don't... It just disappeared, ah. Oh. It's amazing, though, isn't it? When my favourite film was due to come up against something, there happened to be one missing. Not Blue's Clues, bro. You can't just reach out to the audience on YouTube and ask them to help you. I absolutely can, and I am. Yeah, you can, and we are. We're rip. We're rip um, off Blue's Clues, mate. And, look, and Dora re- the Explorer. I'm you look a bit like Dora you. the Explorer. Uh, I've heard that before. Funny it's, fi- it's the figure. It's it's the skin tone. You have now. the body of a ten year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> Am I drunk? <laughs> <laughs> but guys, uh, I'm. Re- tell them. Tell them how they can tell us. Yeah, uh, we're, re- what like we're reaching like. out to you. You can reach out to us at at Swords Crossing <laughs> on uh, Twitter. <laughs> At Crossing Swords on Facebook, at Crossing Swords underscore podcast on Instagram, and you can email us at, email us at Crossing Swords nineteen at gmail dot com. And we are on YouTube. You just need to search Crossing Swords and the name of the episode, and it should pop right up. Or if you want to stop searching Crossing Swords and the name of the episode, hit that subscribe button. Yes, there's a certain threshold you have to hit. It's a uh, it's quite it's quite a large target, but once you hit it, you can just have your own link to. Uh, youtube to your channel until you hit a certain threshold you aren't given that privilege so uh, help us get that privilege guys and subscribe we're we're white we're male we need more privilege absolutely do you know what if there's anything we need in this world it's more privilege. White. we don't have enough more privilege. White we privilege. Don't, i think me and you don't have enough privilege in this world. i just want to stress white privilege 
just any privilege. I think we just don't have. I mean, we're also both cisgendered heterosexuals. Yeah, I really don't feel like we have enough. I feel like the attention's on everyone else. Yeah, nowadays. we're the forgotten group. Do you know what I mean? White cisgendered heterosexual males are definitely the forgotten group. We're the downtrodden. Then, yeah. And there's no better place to end it for me than on that. On the oppression. On the on oppression. The boot, on the boot of the man. Ah, <laughs> oh, one day. Anyway, guys, as always, we love we'll, you. I'll tell you what. No, wait, wait. Oh. One day we'll escape the oppression, just like Andy escaped Shawshank. And on that, boom, we're out.